Welcome to episode 16 of Love, Words, and Poetry, Wrestling with Nature. Our opening poem was published in the New York Quarterly in the fall of 2002. Tree Topping They decapitate the trees here for being tall, and so they go in thrall to our littleness and cannot threaten us on stormy nights. The trees respond with a welter of green growth that can never shelter us nor aspire to beauty and grieve top-heavy from diminished heights. Our word for today is tree-topping, which is a practice of removing the whole tops of trees, leaving stubs or side branches. Lots of little side branches will sprout, but the pruning wounds leave a tree subject to decay and susceptible to wind damage. Our love letters today were written shortly after we got back from our original marriage encounter weekend. In my letter, I make a reference to Wes struggling with a rock. We always said that New Jersey seemed to produce a crop of rocks, and he had a huge one he was trying to dig out of the side yard. In my letter, I wrote, Dearest Wes, I'm taking a few minutes while you're still out struggling with your rock to write my love letter to you so I won't feel rushed about it tonight. I was thinking this morning at Mass how nice it is to be back with our little girls, how quiet and attentive Nikki was trying to be, and how Becky seemed less restless than usual. Although they can both be exasperating at times and can easily make me lose my temper or become impatient, generally they both seem to be very good-natured And I know when Nikki thinks about it, she does try to be good. When I think about them at these times, I usually feel happy and proud, but also a little defensive, as if I were afraid one or the other would suddenly change. I also feel uncertain at times as to whether we are using the right mixture of discipline, encouragement, and love, whether we spoil them a little more than we should, or whether I give them as much attention and direction as I should. I feel hopeful that I may gradually be able to change and enjoy spending more time with them, but mostly when I get discouraged, I really feel I depend on you to encourage me and cheer me up. I know this is something we're in together, and that just loving each other is the greatest gift of all for ourselves and for them. I love you very much. Always, Vicki. In his letter, Wes wrote, My darling Vicki, basically, I think the girls are turning out just fine, at least based on my experience and observation of children at a similar age. While there are many things which I wish they wouldn't do, I have always recognized that as part of their age, it's part of their age and something we really have to expect. Especially watching Nikki in church today, I was reminded of how really good both of our girls are. 
This makes me feel happy, of course, proud like a proud father would be, and grateful to you for the work you have put in in making them turn out the way they are. I feel somewhat apprehensive, although I'm not sure as much as you are, when I contemplate what the future might hold in store for them. But I am excited, too, when I think of how much we as parents have yet to experience watching and helping our girls grow up. I feel close to you when I think of us as parents, jointly. I feel especially close to you when one of the girls is in bed with us or we are all hugging together. The image I have is of a loving family with a couple, not just one parent or the other at its head. Although I sometimes feel discouraged after a particularly difficult day with the kids, more often than not, I feel a warm sense of satisfaction whenever one or both of them shows their love for us. And I love you so very much. All my love, Wes. The closing poem was written when we were driving to visit friends in a downpour, and I was nervous about being out in such terrible weather. I started paying attention to what I was seeing and later turned it into this poem. It was published in fall of 1999 in the MacGuffin. January, Route 67. Winter's wild green has taken hold from Santa Isabel to Warner Springs and on to Ocotillo Wells. The bark-stripped trees are white on black sketches set in emerald opulence, of which we dreamed throughout fire-dry July. Santa Gertrudis and Holsteins lounge about in the palette's fresh excess. The camera's wide-angle lens can never cram such frescoes in. Green floods the hills, plots against low-lying chaparral, riots at roadside and drinks long at unexpected streams, rides upslope and down, evades fences, invades fields, denies the desert sovereignty, and assaults the heart bitterly, not standing still, but galloping to its brown April rendezvous when the bronze seraphim shut down Eden again. May your days bring you love and glimpses of Eden.